Sin Media acknowledges and pays respect to the people of the Woiwurrung and Boonwurrung language groups of the Eastern Kulin Nations, on whose unceded lands the Sin Studio stand. Sin extends this respect to the traditional custodians and people of the lands and waters our content reaches. It always was, and always will be, Aboriginal land. Thank you so much for joining us, Kian. Kian, for those who don't know, is one of Nam's uh, leading vocalists at the moment, doing fantastic things all across uh, the state. Kian, thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully you're doing well. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Doing really well. And that was so lovely, so I really appreciate that. Yeah, of course it is. No, I think um, uh, I think selfishly you've been an artist that I've thoroughly enjoyed. Um, I, I think I was talking to Sammy about it earlier, but Better Things is genuinely one of my all-time favourite songs um, <laughs> to the point where I think it's up there in my, my Spotify wrapped every year or most years um, oh, since it's amazing. come out in 2020. I'm very, very excited about it. So I'm looking forward to this chat and I'm also looking forward to Catch the Night, which releases, uh, or it's actually released as this goes on out on air. It'll be well and truly released. Um, I'm sure we'll talk a bit about that as well. I guess the best place for us to start here is talking a bit about your your journey and particularly your journey uh, to the sounds of, of soul music and, and uh, R&B and, and even a little bit of pop as well. Mm. Um, was that sort of music around you growing up? And if so, why did it? Why did you want to incorporate the sound, those sort of sounds, into your own music per se? Yeah, um, definitely grew up with like interesting mix of different genres. Mm. Um, you know, my parents really loved like a lot of folk and uh, rock, but then hip hop, soul, R and B, and then also like me and my dad grew up singing together, and then going into like musical theater. So it was like such an array of different music, but I feel like me and him singing together really just loved soul music and um yeah just the classics I love Stevie Wonder and um Aretha Franklin Mm. and then like yeah even more older artists that's a that's a really it's a really good base to go off of Stevie Wonder and Aretha Franklin um (laughs) definitely definitely got incredible taste it makes all the sense in the world obviously we talked a little bit about the new single Catch the Night normally in this instance Kian we'd we'd not try not to acknowledge the fact that this is a pre-recorded interview but I'm going to break the rule just this once to (laughs) talk a bit about the track itself um Mm -hmm. obviously as we're speaking right now, it is out in the world, but obviously the pre-recorded uh, element of this means that we are talking before it is out. So I guess the question for you is, now that it's theoretically out, right? Um, what what do you what do you think? What do you hope for in terms of reaction, and what do you hope for in terms of a legacy? I suppose for a song like this. Obviously, we talked about the success of of Better Things, Sunsets as well. What do you hope for this for this particular single? Um. Oh, it's a good question. I think, like, what I love about putting out music is people really finding their own story and connection with the songs. But what it's about is kind of like, yeah, celebrating yourself and like through that, like, connecting with the people who really see you and celebrate you. And like, it's about like finding joy and euphoria. And yeah, so I I hope that kind of like sparks that for people. Or like encourages that, or it's just like a soundtrack for those moments for people's lives. 
yeah but then I also really love that like with better things and sunsets like I've received messages where like it's helped someone through other stuff that I didn't really intend for it to write so it's it's nice how it just like takes its own journey but that's where it came from (laughs) I think it's one of my things my favorite things to talk about artists about is how they view their track retrospectively after it's been out because obviously you spent a lot of time crafting the song and it's probably been in the bank for a little while you yourself have heard it I'm sure many many a times in the lead up (laughs) to its release but the idea of wanting to know how it how it feels out in the world is a different story. So um, I look forward to a future chat where we get to discuss Catch the Night um, a year or two from now and seeing how you feel about it then and and the reception that it's been. The single art itself, of course, the visuals for the song um, that you've released so far are fantastic, Um, as it has been with with previous works of yours as well. I think Better Things comes to mind as another one um, of really, really incredible visuals. Uh, Talk to me about the process behind it and the vision and what it was like to put together yeah um I don't know just really inspired and have such a love for water like Tosha Islander so really connected to salt water on like both like lineages in my family salt water Mm. person so yeah I love that the photo that Laura took was just me like laying in the water this like piece of fabric and just I don't know, it feels really warm and flowy. And and then the music video we made for Catch the Night is just, like, so beautiful, so celebratory, so, like, joyous. It's, like, all, like, uh, queer trans people of colour and, like, majority, like, Aboriginal and Torres Islander people. So just, like, yeah, really wanted my community in it. And it's just super colorful and vibrant we're all celebrating but then there's also like this mermaid element like it's about me and um Jada and Stone like coming out of the water to like have a fun time with like our community on the beach so it's just so fun and yeah really grateful that it's out in the world and just making it was incredible I think one of my favorite things about that response and obviously our listeners at home don't get the may not get the pleasure of of seeing the absolute beaming smile that came onto your face as soon as you started talking <laughs> about the visuals in terms of working on on projects like uh, a music video or or, or even for the photography related to cover art or um just the other creative aspect of it is that something that excites you around the song obviously you spent a lot of time crafting the song itself but in terms of the extracurriculars so to speak Mm. of being an artist is that stuff that you're really passionate about or is it stuff that you'd you'd rather hold um other people in position of oh I think like with making the music like I'm really enjoying collaborating and like bouncing ideas off other people me and Alice Ivy wrote Catch the Night together in her like Brunswick studio and yeah I think like I just feel like me as a musician just want to be a artist all around so like when we were writing it I was just imagining the visuals and the feeling and the the vibe um as we were doing it so I feel like yeah making the cover art and the music video is just like such a big part of it and so fun to do so um got to collaborate with this like Wiradjuri um queer 
like production group called Sapphic Flicks dope. and we yeah made the music video together like really dope um and then my friend Katie who's Aboriginal and Maori did the makeup and it's just like yeah super mermaidy lots of shells and like iridescent colors just like so many incredible people got to make this with me and yeah it's just like I don't know, something that I imagined as a kid doing, like, oh, I want to make all this stuff, you know, and just like make music, make the music video. So it's like just doing it is such an honor and yeah, amazing. Yeah, no, it is amazing. Yes, there's, there's so many things that come to mind uh, with a response like that. One of the things that immediately comes to my mind is the just the discussion around d- the diversity, um, both in, in, in gender and in um, in queerness and of course in, in, in race and, and representation of color as well. One of the things that excites me about about your work is how excited you are about involving um, so much diversity, not just in the music that you create, but also in um, everything related to Kian. Um, obviously the industry hasn't always been like that. Um, and um, it's probably been difficult to put something like that out. I know um, there's been times where I've struggled in terms of working on, on projects to try and get um, the diversity that I want to I want to show and the projects mm-hmm. that I've worked on. Is that something that you you struggle with, or is that something that you think um, in 2023 especially is getting easier and easier? Um, I think I'm very like as soon as I want to make something, like I know that. The people around me I want to have like the same values and like you know uplift my community or give the mic to my community so I feel like yeah. it's not like necessarily like hard when I do it but like yeah you know seeing other aspects of the industry maybe not get behind that in you know mm. big 2023 is mm. like daunting but I think I, I don't know. I feel like me and so many other like BIPOC musicians, artists mm. are doing that already. It's more like, I guess, yeah, bigger systems, like not ready to accept that. But yeah, I feel like it's such a privilege. Like I'm so grateful to work with my community and and then like other yeah communities that have the same values and wants and wishes and goals. So Yeah. It um it shows and it's incredibly inspiring as as a brown creator, um it's incredibly inspiring to see someone like you uplift and, and highlight so many different uh, variety of people. Um, okay, so it's so. a credit to you. Um, the other thing that I wanted to, to chat to you about, particularly in relation to Catch the Night, is we talked a bit about the, salt, the reference to salt water and the visuals. Um, and obviously, if you look back to better things, a lot of the visuals were, were deeply rooted in nature and um, the works you've done with sunsets, again, deeply rooted in nature. Emma Donovan, deeply rooted to country, which can then deeply be rooted to nature. Um, talk to me about the importance of nature for an artist like yourself and, and what that means you the person and what nature means to you and why it's so prevalent in in your work yeah um I really appreciate that you can see all those links because it's yeah definitely feels like me and yeah like you said my link to country so I just Mm. I think that's like one of the key things for me in making music and making art is like that like connecting it to where I come from and like Mm. I don't know because it's just so intrinsic and like intertwined like I am 
country and country is me. So, mm. you know, I feel like I wouldn't be able to to write music or do this without like honoring where where I come from. And yeah, so I feel like it's a, a huge part of it. And um, yeah, it's just so beautiful too. So I feel very like grateful, honored to just like be like a conduit for that and to mm. make art with that as an inspiration and that's why it was so beautiful too making this music video because like so many yeah, all of the cast were you know from different mobs across the country who all like mm. you know trying to make it and make art down here in Nam and I just told them the brief was like for their costuming and makeup to be like you know mermaidy from where you're from so it was like beautiful to see different I don't know inspirations of like their country and colors and oh that's gorgeous yeah so that was really special and so cool to be able to make that kind of art we talked a little bit about sunsets um previously as well and I guess for me catch the night sort of feels a little bit in line to sunsets and in, in terms of where it sits sonically in terms mm-hmm. of the, the genre it sits in it sits more in that soul pop sound compared to obviously better things which is your first project um uh, what was the motivation for you to move into this sort of a more upbeat m- more fun pop direction was it intentional and and if so uh, can you speak a little bit about that process um yeah so it was a bit of just like going with the flow and some like mm intention behind it I really like collabed with um Annika Alice Ivy and said like I want to make some music that people can dance to like I just want like yeah some to be inspired with like yeah moving and joy and celebration and um and she's just so amazing at that like all of her tracks are just bops so it was yeah really easy to write it with her I think like I just wanted to experiment and really try and combine more like pop upbeat stuff with like my soul roots and voice and writing style and yeah I feel like in my set now it's a nice like marriage of like going between feels and like sonically different Mm -hmm. energies you know (laughs) yeah no I think I, I agree um particularly as someone who's got to see to see you perform alive I think um I think it definitely lends itself to a more narrative I guess a better narrative or at least a journey that that people can can really go on with you in terms of the soul pop genre as a whole is that something that we can expect more of perhaps even some sort of project an EP an album um is that something that's in the works if so um and if if it is could you tell us anything about it at all yeah um so that's the that's the vibe for this EP that I'm hoping to put out in like March next year like just like soul pop bops just a lot of like fun collaborations that I've been working on with Annika Alice Ivy and then some other oh. artists and producers and um exciting yeah it's I'm just super yeah super excited super grateful and really hope people you know resonate with it I'm sure they will um I'm sure I will as well and and, and all the listeners listening who are huge Kian fans will absolutely uh vibe with it for mm-hmm. sure um I, I did mention a little bit uh, a moment ago there about seeing you live in person um I got the chance to, to see you live for sins event actually since 20th anniversary sin is in the chapel and it yeah. was um such a great venue to see you and I think it suits uh your your vocality and and, and the sort of music you create it feels like it belongs in that sort of almost um churchy environment um I suppose thank you talking a little bit about 
the process of performing, especially a lot of these new songs that you're creating. Um, I imagine it's sort of different, a different setup compared to your traditional neo cell uh, performance performances like better things we talked a bit about the idea of a narrative being formed in a journey that your audiences can go on with you from being in their fields to being um, you know dancing around a room um, is that something for you process wise that has to differ as well or do you feel like you've got a smooth run of it now in terms of working through better things and then sunsets and then you know the unreleased stuff that I know you do yeah I think like in a live capacity. Yeah, in a live yeah. capacity. In a live capacity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so like I work with like amazing musicians, so it's like been really fun to, I guess, arrange those like pop tracks for like a live band, which is what we've been working on for yeah my set or my show at Northcote Social Club. Um, mm-hmm. it's just like all live, all like. Everyone I work with sings too, so it's just like incredible, like instrumentalists, but then like incredible vocalists as well. They're just dope people. So the music, it's been yeah, fun and like collaborative and like experimental, like figuring out how to do it in like a, a live sense without like tracks, which I love using as well. Like different shows, it'll be like me and tracks or me and a instrumentalist and the tracks as well. But like this show coming up, it's like all live, um, lots of guests. My dad's gonna jump up and sing with me and oh it'll be so sweet and just yeah, real beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> That's gorgeous. Um your is your dad a, a musician um of some kind or is he is he a, played a good part in being in music for you? Yeah, a big part of music with me. Um he's a singer, like plays guitar a little bit, you know, just like grew up singing together like for family and like yeah, he was like a church singer and then we sung together in musicals and stuff and then for better things like when I got him to get in the studio with me and Pataphysics who made it to like do some of the harmonies in it like the lower harmonies is his voice so every time he comes to a show he's like I'm ready to jump up key like just say when <laughs> he's re- like, ready I'm, to go I'm there yeah <laughs> so well, he's jumping up <laughs> he's gonna get his moment I'm very very excited about that I can't wait to see the clips and, and potentially even be there in person for it yeah. um and if you're listening at home and you want to make sure you can be there for it as well you can Northcote Social Club on the 1st of December um featuring artists obviously like Kian, uh, Stone Motherless Cold uh, Aki and of course your good friend um, Yara as well um, yeah. and I think that combination is something I'm really excited about Yara, Yara is doing some fantastic work Absolutely. Um, and I know and I know you guys work a little bit together as well in terms of live live you've done a few performances together mm-hmm. so um, I'm excited to both see you in, a, in the same venue again yeah it'll be incredible they're all like amazing artists in their own right and yeah, um, so excited for each of the, the sets. Yeah, Aki's incredible. Love her work and just like her energy on stage. Yara, like you said, like putting out like beautiful, heartbreaking and like healing music. And it's been like so fun, like performing with her and just like collabing with her. And then Stone as well, like she's in the music video and she's just like an incredible drag performer, like dancer like Mm. like visual artist so it'll be such a fun night and then got like different 
friends jumping up on stage during my set and my dad, of course. Um, so yeah, it'll be so fun. <laughs> it'll be an incredibly fun night, it sounds. So you, you don't want to miss out on that. Um, obviously, there's plenty of opportunity to go and see uh, Kian and so many other great acts live at the Northcote Social Club. I know I'll be very excited about it as well. Talking a little bit about working with, with so many artists, I want to talk briefly about collaboration for you. Obviously, you mentioned that the project you're working on is going to have some collaboration as well. How do you, when you're looking for people to collaborate with, I imagine a lot of them are your friends first, but in instances where you've collaborated with artists outside of your circle, how do you, what do you look for in a good collaborator? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. I think I just like try and, you know, it's got to feel right, like listening to their work. If I'm like, mm. you know, it just resonates if I, you know, what they're singing about or the energy they bring and the values. Like, I think those are like pretty important things for me with mm. collaborating. Yeah, like Yara was super easy to work with because oh, she's just I'm begging for a release. I'm begging so for a Yara, Yara and Kian release. Oh my gosh, yeah, we haven't talked about that, <laughs> but that would be incredible. But yeah, she's amazing and just, yeah, so many people I've worked with are just like beautiful people that make incredible art. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Speaking of both of you as well, I think one of the interesting things that I always think about is artists that I feel just belong in in bigger venues and I feel like both of you are, are great examples of that I feel like your music deserves to be in um, orchestral venues deserves uh, to be in palais deserves to be in you know operatic venues like that I think uh, um, so very very excited for to see that come to fruition because it will um, thank you I have firm belief yeah I, firm belief. Oh, I appreciate that as we, we near, near the end of our, our chat here, I do want to chat a little bit about the industry as a whole. And we've chatted a bit about that throughout this interview, obviously, as well. I guess being a, a local neo-soul soul pop R&B artist, talk to me a little bit about your experience. Obviously, you've got a few singles out now. You've been around for a little while, but you've been careful about the releases that you've made and, and when they come out and that sort of thing. Um, so you've both been uh, around for a while, but also releasing putting music out in the world do you feel the larger industry has sort of welcomed and supported you into this into the scene or do you feel do you feel that's not the case or that's not been the case oh um i feel like it's not as yeah like black and white as that i feel mm. yeah the the people i know in nam like nam is so beautiful and like welcoming and so collaborative and like uh, all the artists I feel here like really trying to uplift each other because it's you know about that taking people with you kind of energy that I feel then like bigger picture like other you know parts of the industry I feel you know have the the things that need to change and yeah but yeah things that need to change so then that energy from like grassroots artists and from like local communities that energy of like bringing people up would be more accessible I think yeah there's a lot of barriers bigger industry wise I feel yeah very grateful to be around a lot of people that you know see my intention and my energy with my music and project Mm. and want to support that just always you know wish and want to work towards breaking those barriers down like not just for myself but then other like queer aboriginal Tashanda artists or like any you know group of people artists that just don't have that access yeah to break that that shit down 
yeah but I, I always try to like move through the world being grateful but then also like you know seeing what's going on and how we can make it better yeah how you can make it better I like the way you I like the way you worded that um I guess to, to wrap up here um we like to ask a question as part of soul food um that discusses the idea of whether you think that Nam um, has a taste for for R&B and soul music. Um, mm. So I'm going to pose the question to you. Do you think Nam has a taste for R&B and soul music, Kian? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like there's so many, like, amazing artists here and just, like, yeah, incredible supporters and, like, yeah, you know, radio hosts and um, writers and just yeah so many people really energetically like connect with soul in nam and it's beautiful to see mm. it is it is and i couldn't agree more with you thank you so much again kian for joining us um we really appreciate your time today mm-hmm. i want to give you the floor just to chat quickly about um where people can find you where people can find the music that you make and um, obviously talk to us a little bit about northcote social club as well yeah so um you can find me on all the social media sites um and you can watch the music videos that we talked about better things sunsets and the newest one catch the night on youtube stream it on all your streaming services and um please come to yeah north good social club on the first of december it'll be me aki Yaguchi, yara stone motherless cold um and it'll just be like an incredible beautiful fun night yeah thanks so much for having me <laughs>